Welcome to the Practical Christian Podcast. I'm Travis Albritton, a former rocket scientist turned digital missionary, here to bring you the bite-sized tips and strategies you need to become an effective Christian. Thanks for tuning in. Now let's jump into it. So today I am excited to be kicking off a 10-part series all about hacks to break out of a spiritual funk. Just, Just by show of hands, how many of you have been in a spiritual funk sometime in the last week, couple of weeks, months? Yes, all of you raising your hands, even you, even you driving right now are raising your hand. Yeah, the last year has kind of been nuts. And as a result of that and and all the changes that we've been going through and all the things we're having to adjust to, there are going to be times where we just don't feel like ourselves, that we just feel like we're in a spiritual funk and just a spiritually funky place. And that's okay if it's for a season, but then sometimes we can get stuck in that funk and we need a kick start. So we're going to do 10 episodes completely devoted to breaking out of that spiritual funk and getting back to where you need to be. And the first tip today is to be less busy. Now, busyness is kind of like a badge of honor nowadays, that the more busy you are or the more things you have to say no to because you're doing something else, the more important you are as a contributor to society. And it's not just overt, it's even covert in the way that we think about our lives, that if we don't have something on the calendar, if we don't have something planned, well, then we need to put something in there to be productive. Otherwise, we're just a bunch of lazy slobs. And that that work ethic, that tireless hustle can actually come back to bite us from a spiritual perspective. And even if you go back to the beginning of the Bible and the creation of the world in Genesis chapter one, even God knew when he needed a break. Even God knew when he had created enough and needed to press pause. Now, one thing that uh, I learned from the phenomenal book, The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry by John Mark Homer, which I highly recommend that you read if you have not yet read it, is the fact that Jesus was never in a hurry. And I remember the first time I read that, I thought that can't possibly be true. Jesus, son of God, limited time on earth, I'm sure Somewhere in the Bible, I can find an instance of him hurrying to go and do something. And sure enough, I could not. (laughs) I could not find a single instance where Jesus was rushed. Even though he had his, you know, plenty of things going on in his life, he's traveling, he's preaching, he's teaching, he's healing. You never see him flustered like he has not enough time to do the things that he wants to do. And a really great illustration of this is over in Luke chapter 8, where we get this really interesting glimpse into the way that Jesus thinks about being busy, or rather, the lack of busyness. Because in Luke chapter 8, starting in verse 40, uh, it says, When Jesus returned, the crowd welcomed him, for they were all waiting for him. And there came a man named Jairus, who was a ruler of the synagogue, and falling at Jesus' feet, he implored him to come to his house, for he had an only daughter, about 12 years old, and she was dying. So Jesus sets off to go and heal this daughter of Jairus. On his way is is where we get the account of the woman reaching out, touching his cloak, and being healed. So Jesus, on a mission to go save someone's life. Someone touches, his cl- someone touches his clothes and he stops. He says, we'll get to where we're going. We'll get there eventually. But right now, this is where I need to be. That he is fully present in this distraction. <laughs> That's the way that we would probably categorize it, right? This distraction from being able to do what he needs to do in a timely fashion. Jesus doesn't see it that way. 
Jesus doesn't see this as a detour. Jesus doesn't see this as something he's uh, being forced to do against his will. We always see Jesus fully present. We never see him in a hurry to get anywhere. Now, could some of that be because he knew he was going to be able to heal this girl when he got there? Perhaps. But I think what we really see in the life of Jesus is that the pace that he sets is much less frantic than ours. The way Jesus lives his life is so much less hurried than the way that we often choose to operate. And I know for myself that I often choose to operate on a daily basis. And it's challenging. It's challenging because so much of my own self-worth, I attribute to the things that I accomplish, right? External things that I can point to to say, this is why I matter. Jesus doesn't really do that, right? Jesus is fully confident in his self-worth as an image bearer, as God in the flesh. And so he doesn't have that same that same problem that we often do and and that by filling our schedules with really awesome things and being super busy, we see that that is a validation that we have worth. Jesus thinks about it, God thinks about it in a different pers- from a different perspective. And so, if you've been in a spiritual funk, there's a really good chance it's because you're just too busy. You have too many things going on. And as a result of those too many things, you just can't tread water anymore. You, you can't keep your head above the surface. You're drowning in all of the things that you have going on in your life. And so in order to break out of that funk, you need to do less. You need to be less busy. You need to say no to things that you want to say yes to in order to create space to be bored, to have nothing to do, to have nothing on your calendar, and not to feel guilty about it, not to think, oh, well, now that I have the space on my calendar, how do I fill it with more things? But rather, seeing it as an opportunity to model Jesus' life, the pace that he set with his life, and to choose to be less busy. That's it for today. Don't forget to take advantage of this week's free resource by clicking the link in the show notes. And be sure to share this episode with your ministry leader, a person in your small group, or just a friend from church. Thanks for listening to today's episode, and I'll talk to you soon.